Welcome back to High Rank, where you would get to listen to the raw opinion of High TV's Hep International. There are things that go on in the industry day to day, week to week, that just have to be addressed. And why not we do it? Maybe once a week, maybe every other week. But either way, welcome to High Rants. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, High TV. As you know, or you may not know, today is podcast day, National Podcast Day. And it's so funny because years ago, as I heard on a different podcast today, oddly enough, they mentioned podcasts years ago when it first started. As you know, podcasts started out on the iPad, where people, on the iPod rather, back when the iPod had like still the little round nub, I believe it was the iTouch. And Joe Rogan had made his own show called the Joe Rogan Podcast. Years ago, I saw it, and I'm like, okay, this this is a new thing. And they mentioned it could possibly be the brand new radio. And now that we live in a world where we can curate literally everything, the shows we watch, the movies we want, even the clothes we want in some regards, we could even call an Uber at the touch of a button. Remember how hard it was getting taxis back in the day before Uber? You know how annoying it was to have to know a list of numbers, you know, or if you're not in like a New York City where you can just go on the street, put a thumb up or wave them down, you know, it was difficult. But now we live in a different world where everything is at our fingertips, and that's exactly what podcasting is. Look at you, the listener. Like myself, you enjoy cannabis. You want to be a part of the cannabis culture. You enjoy seeing how the cannabis culture grows and knowing what's happening. You find a podcast that's weeded through it, no pun intended, even though I feel like when people say no pun intended, they probably mean pun intended, am I right? But you're into cannabis and you've found a podcast that delivers you, you know, that information. And there's a bunch of other cannabis podcasts, too. I've seen them on Apple Music. If you go on Apple uh, or iTunes, rather, you, you see our podcast, you'll see podcasts that other listeners subscribe to. And it paints a picture, you know, that today's National Podcast Day point, points to a bigger picture that if you can find a way to give people what they want in a very niche and curated way and do it in a good way, you'll be successful. And you've seen it with Netflix. You could they fine tune your taste of TV shows and movies to keep you watching. Instagram gives you the posts that you interact with the most. No, didn't mean to rhyme. As I've already mentioned, Uber. And the same thing I think can be done with cannabis, but it's figuring out how. You know, figuring out how to get people's strains into the hands of the people who want certain things. And that's the thing. As a cannabis user, I don't just want one thing, right? Or, or one, maybe it's one type of thing. Where if it's alcohol, chances are if you drink alcohol, you only drink about one or two drinks, right? They say you're not a man until you figure out what your drink is, and that drink speaks to who you are. And that was kind of like a rite of passage back in the day. I wonder if we can have the same sentiment, you know, where as weed gets more ubiquitous and less of a taboo and more of like a thing that's always around. So you always have it. We all have probably some bars in our cribs and our houses, right? Stacked up of a couple of drinks that when we have family gathering, friend gathering, we break out the bottles. We drink and enjoy, enjoy each other's time. Even though you can find a liquor store down the street, you can have a drink at the restaurant or whichever or even in the club. And it's interesting to see, can cannabis now form into something that was like alcohol or similar to alcohol, but much, much more curated, much more specialized towards the individual user? Just as I want to push a button and get Postmates and get some, you know, some type of food delivered to my house, pizza, Chipotle, anything. 
That's at a push of a button. Weed should be the same way. And I know the only thing that's really keeping it is that it is, in fact, federally illegal. And probably those companies who are already worth lots of money maybe even have this already in their plans, right? Maybe they already are thinking about, let's not just think about right now where it's legal because illegal in most places because we've already done that. Chances are if you're a medical marijuana company at that level, you've done years of planning already of thinking about how to properly navigate a, a uh, non-federal legal market. You know, when it comes to, you know, ins- make sure you're up to specs, your inspection never fails, making sure your finances is there, making sure your market seg- uh, segmentation, all that other business jargon, you've already done the planning. But I know these companies are planning for federal legalization. For instance, Canopy Growth has even started a uh, recreational brand called Spinach. Fun name. You know, probably last year's podcast we announced it, and I think they officially re- released it in Canada. And it's their way of connecting to the recreational cannabis market, which I think is going to be the market. Even if you have medical, why would you even go ahead? Even if you're a medical patient, you may still be a medical patient, I think, in the future to take advantage of the incentives, the cheap cannabis, the deals, the percentages off, you know, discounts. That's what I think people become medical marijuana patients for, remain one. But let's be honest, most people that enjoy weed are going to do it recreationally. You know, after work, when you wake up, right before you eat, or any way or any other facet that you find cannabis working before a hike, before a workout. You know, for some people, they don't, they don't drink wine before they, you know, get together and make love. They go ahead and have a certain strain that's known to arouse. You know, didn't mean to put on the quiet storm voice, but you guys understand where I'm going. Cannabis is going to have so many different avenues that it can travel in and make you happy that we have to figure out a way to consolidate it as everything else in our life is consolidated. Listen, in a, in a perfect future where cannabis is legalized, I want to push a button and be able to get my cannabis either delivered to me quick, no matter where I am, whether it be, you know, in a certain address or even out in the town. Like, let's say cannabis is so legal. I just came back. By the way, the reason why the podcast, the last podcast, probably too late for me in the episode to mention is didn't launch on Monday was because I was out of town in New York and I wasn't able to record a podcast. So I do apologize. That's why I dropped the episode of High Rent on Friday, kind of to hold over, you know, my lovely high fam audience from Hemet National, you know, while I was, you know, on hiatus. But I'm back now and that's why you're getting this episode, especially because it's pod, National Podcast Day. But yes, in a perfect world, I want to be able to push a button and get my cannabis, whether it be the my favorite blue dream or like some green crack, even though it sounds crazy, that strain is great. Some Afghani, you know, some some uh, train wreck that is available when I want it. They know the most top strains I'll choose. Right. Maybe they show me a new strain that like you go to the app, you just scroll through, you see like a nice 3D rotation. Watch me say this and it exists. And I get mad because my idea got used by somebody else. But you know what? It's all right. We're all in this together anyway. An idea is worthless unless you have execution. Most of the most successful people in the world would say that 90 percent of the success is execution. And the other 10 percent, even 1 percent. Is the only of the idea. So anyway, imagine going to the app, seeing a nice 3D rendered nug of different types of strains, right? Seeing a way for me to click into, you know, what the reviews are real quick, see the stars, understand what the terpenes are. And it's like a very nice user interface where it's not too much information at once. I could click here, maybe like swipe one way, swipe this way. And now you're able to see, you know, all the information you need when it comes to picking a flower, picking a vaporizer, picking an edible or anything like that. And I'm out in the town and 
Mind you, I was in New York City. So as you know, New York City has, of course, a lot of buildings, but there's also places and restaurants that are connected to the outside street. And you've seen it before. You guys can see them sitting in like a uh, outside porch with the umbrellas and uh, maybe a light or something like that. And maybe candles on there. You can eat outside. And it's a nice, nice, nice thing. So predominantly, I'm thinking you're sitting in one of these places. You're waiting on your food to, to get there. And in a place like New York City, that's densely, densely metro. Uh, metropolitan, you can expect deliveries to come that fast. And already we delivery in New York City, Manhattan in particular, is crazy. You know, dealers now in New York City are so much more lackadaisical because they don't have to worry. It's decriminalized. So they're able to just hop on a bike, drive up and down these streets and be able to, you know, reach a lot of customers in a short amount of area. You know, for me to go to the airport, believe it or not, I was worried that it's going to take so long because, you know, here in Florida, just going to the Chipotle takes 15 minutes. You know, going to the Five Guys because you had a craving for Five Guys, that takes a long time. So for me to think that I was going to go from the bottom of Manhattan back to the top of the Bronx and all the way down to Queens was going to take me at least an hour. It took me 30 minutes. Maybe 35. But either way, I was impressed. So with that being said... I think we delivering a place like New York is going to take off. It's going to be something that I would love to enjoy. As I said in my example, you're eating at a restaurant, you're sitting outside, you're waiting on your food to come because even though you're in New York City, sometimes the service isn't the fastest because you got a lot of mouths to feed, right? And so you're waiting, you're waiting, and you think of an idea. Oh, let me go to this app, you know, Weed Now app, whatever, and you're able to legit just ask for the products you want, bring it to where you are, and you're good. And let's say it's not even just to get high while you're, you know, body, like, let's say you don't want to get the munchies before you eat your dinner, which, you know, we all love to have a nice little smoke with some indica, whatever's going to give us the munchies, get hungry and enjoy that food even better. It just tastes, the tastes are more fuller. It just, it's just amazing, right? You feel satisfied. But even if you don't want to get high, let's say it's a first date, you know, as a guy, chances are you get there first. You're waiting on her to come. Right. You're sitting there, you're waiting, you got the table in the right spot. You set the mood, you know, everything should be good. You're not so much outside noise. You're not sitting next to a couple that's arguing about their kid, you know, not doing good in school or arguing about anything that you're going to hear while you're having your first date. And you're nervous. You're anxious. So what do you do? You go to the app. You get CBD on demand. And now the CBD is popping up where you are. So you can now chillax, relax, and have a successful date. Performance anxiety is a thing. If we know CBD can help singers and People who make give speeches on stage, who's to say it can help us in our everyday life? You know, maybe you don't need to get a tincture and use it every morning. You know, I really hate tinctures because it's such a the way to use it is not cool. Right. It's, it's just not cool. It's not on the go. It's something that you have to probably do in your home. So, yeah, I really imagine that we have something curated like that. And I know this podcast, literally this podcast had no type of prior planning, no type of, I, was, I thought, listen, it's National Podcast Day, I'm going to record something for the fam, something that's just on my mind, I think it's probably cool to share, and I hope you guys enjoy it, you know? Uh, to reverb, reverb, to go back to uh, vaporizers, as you know, Los Angeles have banned vaporizers for a year, Massachusetts have banned it for four months, I just got off listening to a podcast, hey, Shout out to uh, IC News. You know what I'm talking about. If you're listening to this podcast, email us at HamiltonNationalCo at gmail.com or send us a DM at HamiltonNational on, on Instagram. That's IC News. I, I would say the whole name, but if you are listening, I wanted to make sure it reached you personally, not someone say, hey, look, I caught this. Take a listen. I want to make sure you heard this and you can give me a DM. But anyway, I was listen, listening to their podcast. And on their podcast, 
he acts an investor, someone whose whole goal, not investor, but someone who gets money from investors in the cannabis industry. So he knows a lot. He's deep rooted in it. His whole goal is to sell the cannabis's future and how profitable it may or may not be and how the investors can make the best decision. And when asked a simple question, do you think this will have a long term effect on cannabis? And what did he say? I presume the interviewer got quiet, looked at him. He took a deep sigh. You know, when people take deep sighs, they're about to say something real. You know, it may, and you may not even like what they're about to say. He simply thought about it and say, maybe he not mess up, you know, future investments for other individuals. And he said, I don't know. But he said, I don't know in the most uncomfortable telling way that it looks like vaporizers. And this one thing is going to affect a much larger picture down the line when it comes to cannabis. He said already somebody that produces sauce you know, which is the high terpene content concentrate, much higher quality. You see it with the diamonds. It's tasty. It's beautiful. It has all of the closest, you know, terpenes and live, you know, live resin. You know what I'm talking about. They were going to get an investor for, I'm guessing, to go out to make vaporizers. But guess what? Their investor pulled out. And why would the investor pull out? Simple. What's happening on the news, causing so much fear and hysteria, is causing people to gravitate away from vaporizer pens. So if your investment is going towards a company whose sole purpose is to create not only concentrates, but even a big portion of their market is vaporizers. Let's be real. Concentrates is a moneymaker in the industry. They thought that was going to be sweet. But guess what? It turned out to be sour with this whole news hysteria. You know, vitamin E acetate when combusted turns into cyanide. That can't be good. That is a carcinogen. Um, but as I was saying. So the investor pulled out and even mentioned another story about how the distillate prices will drop exponentially because it's not valuable. Because now you could say it's distillate, but it could be cut with something else just so that you can sell more product and make a bigger profit, right? And that's exactly what was happening in the black market. How else would you get vitamin E and these other things in there if these uh, quote-unquote entrepreneurs, bad actors, bad apples that end up spoiling a bunch, literally, went ahead and stretched their distillate to make a more of a profit, right? So hopefully we see, I would hope that nothing will happen to the vaping industry and the cannabis industry long term when it comes to this market. But it allows a greater uh, a greater argument of saying, yo, we should legalize this thing. We should federally, federally legalize weed. It's about time. You can't have these other industries flourishing, processed meats, dairy, sugar, things that are legal that we see a part of our regular diet that can become deadly for people processed meats cigarettes alcohol i mean if you want to talk about public good and morality how can you then go ahead and speak about you know cannabis not being a moral thing to, to add into your county because you know your counties your county voters are you know conservative listen your counter your county voters may be conservative but i rest assure you they may have an element that cannabis can help and so by legalizing it, you avoid those nice people, those conservative religious people from ever having to now worry about getting sick because they had a bad vaporizer. And that's the sad part about it is this is now time to regulate the cannabis industry to now have the government say, yo, we're going to go ahead and tax it. We're going to legalize it and we're going to make sure that we have the FDA working with these businesses to make sure this doesn't happen again. You know, and the whole argument of, yo, protect the kids. I mean, can you protect kids from drinking alcohol and smoking a cigarette at 13 like many of our friends maybe have done or you have done as a listener? 
the kids are going to do what the kids are going to do. You can try and implement things to stop it, but kids are still getting their beer somehow. Kids are still drinking and getting drunk and throwing up in high school parties, smoking cigarettes at a young age because their boyfriend broke up with them and now they're sad. So smoking cigarettes will take away their pain and they'll get a tattoo that they'll regret when they hit 29. I mean, <laughs> that's just life, man. And so the whole argument about kids is just a weak, weak lie that we've seen by stats that shows that, you know, there is no increased teen use legalization. There is no increased dropout rate. There is no real societal danger that comes from cannabis being legalized other than the danger to the pockets of those big corporations that have been controlling that part of the market for so long. So hopefully this vaping thing, vaping, this vaping thing, that's a dope brand, by the way, by Pharrell. But hopefully this vaping epidemic you know, now subsides come a year's time. Now LA have done their studies and done their science and now sees what they need to do to make sure these vaporizers are safe. And you know, maybe long-term, as I mentioned earlier, herbal vaporizers that are as portable as those vapes that don't really leave a smell, maybe those could be the future, right? Low temp herbal vaporizers that basically vape the terpenes and make sure it only takes the THC. How it's going to do that, who knows, but I'm sure we can figure it out. Have a system that's set directly to release terpenes in the beginning of the hit and then towards later of the hit just the, the, the THC and the CBD. And there's not even an option for you to turn up the heat so that now you're combusting the plant and that will create a smell. It's all about being stealthy. And that's that's why, listen, we know why vape pens are so popular because it's so easy. If you're out of flower, pop a vape pen. You're out in public, vape pen. You know, you're somewhere you can't smell like it, vape pen. It's a great invention, and I, because of that, I don't think it's going to go anywhere soon. I personally think that the sales will decline shortly, which is a natural response. But get, listen what, if people can go ahead and smoke cigarettes faithfully, packs a day, even though they know that health damage it could do, people are going to keep smoking vapes. Let's be real. It's not going anywhere. Those who are on the cusp, not too convinced about cannabis, not too knowledgeable of it, maybe trying it and like it, those may be the people to, you know, firsthand stay away from it. So I even mean to make a podcast as vaping part three, but things need to be said. There are firms in California right now whose whole business model is around vaporizers. So now banning vaporizers for a year, that's going to stifle their sales big time. And if you thought we saw black market vaporizers now that are THC, imagine what's going to happen in the future when they can't get it from their, their legal market. They're only, they're only going to look for the black market. And let's be honest, not every black market dealer are, you know, have 100% good intentions. Their intentions are profits and that's alone. And, and there are weed men out there that are great, but there are some that are bad. And that's why we have the situation now. So we'll see. We'll keep you updated. I promise not going to be on every episode, but I think the vaporizer whole idea with THC and it creating cyanide and what they found in black market vapes, it's a big blow. It's a big blow that all of us are going to feel, especially if you are if you actively sell vaporizers. What, what are you going to do? I know there's people who have smoke shops that have invested so much money in Juul, they don't know what they're going to do. You know? And I know Altria is sitting down somewhere looking through the window with like a sad music playing, like in the eyes of an angel. You know that sad song that plays when animals are on the TV and that one fly hits their eye? Like the, like the fly was being trained for years and, and it decided, I'm going to clock into work today. All right, let me go fly in this dog's eye and then go back and clock out and go back to the trailer, the fly trailer. <laughs> right? But anyway, that sad song is playing for Altria because they invested, what was it, billions and billions of dollars into Juul? It only amounted to a minor stake of the company, but now the company is falling quickly. China decided to ban Juul. 
You know, and I'm sure China's tobacco industry was going to take a big hit from well, from Juul, and that's why they stopped it. It's an American company. Let's keep the money to us. You know, we'll see, bro. As I have a vape in my hand right now. So listen, I know you guys have noticed what happened on Hemp International where we're not getting as much exposure, as much likes. Let me know personally if it's the content that I'm posting or is it that what I think I'm potentially shadow banned. As you know, Croptober is coming up and there was a page who was upset because our advertisement for the flowers we have on sale, the seeds we have on sale, the biomass we have on sale from Croptober, fresh, literally fresh cut out the ground hemp got jealous and decided to get him and his friends to, you know, per periodically report me in efforts to stifle, you know, any growth or exposure because he's afraid that I'm going to take all of his business, which is not true. You're a direct hemp farm. I know I have 30,000 followers, but it's not like all of my followers are people looking to buy hemp flour, right? If you're a farm, you're going to garnish the attention of people who either grow hemp, people who love hemp, or will potentially buy from you and are now seeing how your internal how your internal company looks, you know, over time. Because anybody can, you know, put on a tie and put on a nice little jacket when they're about to meet the father of the girlfriend they're with. But let's be honest, we want it, the father, in this case, wants to know what the boyfriend looks like the other 364 days of the year. So anyway, I, I don't know how long this is going to be. I'm trying to improve the podcast. You can see sonically adding music, adding an intro, making sure it's more engaging. I'm going to make sure to bring that energy when I'm on the podcast. I realize if you're not on audio, I mean, if you're not on video with the podcast, you really have to be more expressive because all you're really getting is all you're doing is hearing and hearing it is good. I know some people like the fact that you could be more chill when you're doing a podcast. And you can kind of vibe into what's being said. And no one wants the kind of hectic hypeness that's around. But I want to make it enjoyable for you guys. So any tips you have on improving the podcast, DM us at Hemp International. If you're IC News, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking to you. Send us a DM or email at Hemp International Co. Uh, if you're just interested in getting hemp flour, hemp seeds, hemp biomass, and even CBG, go ahead and send us a DM. Go ahead and send us an email. We've already connected people with buying seeds. We've already connected people with, you know, securing their hemp flour before it's even harvested. Don't miss out, man. I'm telling you, because these big, big corporations, they buy their hemp by the boatload. Now, I don't have the connections to these large, large companies, which maybe I should more. And I'll probably facilitate their uh, their their payment. But who knows? Everybody wants to go to the source. No one really likes a middleman. But until Hemp International has its own hemp farms and its own hemp growery, you know, and even have its own manufacturing of its own hemp products, then that's where we'll probably get more trust when it comes to the industry and producing products because you've seen the investment over time. You've seen the hard work of it from beginning, from planting seed all the way to harvest. So anyway, happy October. Happy Croctober. Croptober to all those farmers out there who have massive hemp farms. All those guys who have auto flower that were, you know, curing right now and were already harvested earlier in september shout out to all of you guys i mean really really shout out to you guys you're moving the industry forward i know the price of hemp is probably going to drop exponentially because we have way more hemp farmers now but guess what that's a win-win for the consumers you get your cbd cheaper you get your flour cheaper and you get to enjoy cannabis at a better level right so next up if you want to probably bring in the profit sell you know hard to find cannabinoids like cbg CBG is going to allow you guys to have cannabinoids in your body that can turn into other cannabinoids. So CBG is probably the best treatment against cannabinoid deficiencies. So just how CBD potentially blew up quickly in a span of two years, especially if you're a podcast listener, you've seen the growth. 
watch how cannabis deficiencies is going to be a thing that maybe medical doctors, you know, talk about and they will refer a certain medical product to be sold to them for their cannabis deficiencies. And all it's going to be is about probably mostly uh, CBG, you know, and probably contain little trace amounts of THC and CBD as well. Because, yo, if you're cannabinoid deficient, you're going to be depressed. Your moods are going to be, you know, non-stable. Your, your, your appetite may not be there. A lot of functions in the body that you need effectively, even sleep, are dictated and controlled by the endocannabinoid system. So if it's deficient, your SOL, right? But uh, we'll be back with more cannabis news and updates. I mean, it's kind of sad to see these la companies who are of course they can make money selling their vapes you know to other places in california but you know really having their vapes banned for a year massachusetts doing the same thing i think michigan is on its way it's really a tragedy you know as an entrepreneur myself i know it's a big blow but it will allow them to diversify and learn how they can do what they're doing and so anyway the winners in this is the concentrate makers and the floor the flower growers out there Concentrates are not having any signs of vitamin E. They're not having signs that make people sick and, you know, go to hospitals. But flour, neither has that idea. But guess what? Vape does. So anyway, this has been unofficially, I guess, Vape Part 3. Happy Podcast Day. This is a love to my uh, f- loyal, loyal followers on Instagram and loyal listeners on the High TV podcast. And again, if you want to improve this podcast, send me any type of information possible and look out for an event if you're in the Florida area where we will be having a CBD hemp predominant, predominant event. You know, one way to connect the community, because not all of us are all about, you know, smoking wax, smoking flour. Some of us just really like the CBD part of life, that want to control our anxiety, our panic attacks, that want to feel relaxed, that want to have a good night's sleep. And so for those people out there who are hemp farmers, hemp businesses, CBD organizations, we invite you to work with Hemp International along with our genius partners on making this thing done. So anyway, guys, I've just splurted out a bunch of stuff in the span of, what is it, 30 minutes, 25 minutes. I really love the fact that you guys come back to listen to the podcast, like right when it starts. Like, listen, I upload the podcast on Friday with no expectations, no thoughts whatsoever. I say, you know what? I have this feeling that's going out with the vape industry and its crisis. And of course, the conspiracy theory in the cannabis industry is strong already. That's just our nature as cannabis users. If you're a cannabis user, chances are you're the rogue, right? Chances are you're not the, the you're not going to not the company man. You will see inequality. You'll speak out about it because you smoke weed and have that level of grit and bravery to smoke something that is illegal anyway. So, yeah, when I talked about the tobacco industry possibly stifling what's going on with vaporizers, pharmaceutical maybe as well. You know, it was safe to say that, you know, a new medium will come about. You know, it's safe to say that customers would want, like I mentioned in the top of the podcast, a, a, a service that's uniquely available or ubiquitously available everywhere where you don't have to wait that long, where they know what you want before you want it, where you can even have weed delivered to you at a certain time of the day, you know, kind of like it's in the, no, that's going to be in the mail. You can't deliver aqua in the mail, can you? If you can deliver aqua in the mail, which I think you can, because I think I've seen it, maybe not, it's a liquid, but uh, maybe we'll see, you know, ship some CBD right to your door. You have it when you need it, anytime, anywhere. Your weed will show up and you just have your stash ready. No need to call, no need to interact. The world is already anxious as it is. Social media, bad diet, the whole nine. Endocannabinoid deficiencies. That we want something, unfortunately, that has less human connection and gives us more, more of what we want with less time and less effort. So if that is a sum of the podcast overall of talking about random topics just flying by my mind as I record this, 
to let you know, we really enjoy your listenership. We enjoy the subscribers out there. Please tell a friend, rate five stars if you really enjoy this podcast, if you want more. If you want to improve the podcast, send us a DM at Hemp International, one word, on Instagram, or email us at Hemp International Co, C-O, Hemp International Co, at gmail.com. This has been another episode or high rant of Hemp International. Hope you enjoyed the show. Stay tuned and stay high, folks. High TV. Now, I want to ask you this question. I want to leave a thought in your mind. Ask yourself, when teenagers who are now newly addicted to nicotine no longer have vaporizers, where would they go to? Chances are, I think these companies are hoping they go back to cigarettes. Because where are you going to find your nicotine fixed? Think about it. Stay tuned for our episode on Monday. Peace. So real quick, we want to reward you guys out there who will listen to the whole podcast, who really take in the information that Hemp International throws out there. You know, I really enjoy you guys that really listen to the podcast when it starts at the beginning. And I want to give you a reward. Today is National Podcast Day. So I think it's only fitting that we don't just celebrate the podcast in existence that are great out there or just celebrate our own. We want to celebrate the listeners. You guys make podcasting happen. You guys make us go ahead and dedicate, you know, producing good content content dedicate you know making sure we release at the same time every day so you know that when monday comes in the morning you're going to be ready for cannabis news or you guys come you whatever you guys are without going too deep into this monologue you guys are why podcasts exist and you guys deserve to be rewarded so as you've seen a picture on instagram you scroll back a couple pictures you'll see a gold cbd care package that was sent to me by gold cbd and i want to go ahead and do a giveaway for one of those items being the mint hemp cigarettes. I will mail it out to you guys and I got to figure out, you know, how or how. Okay, perfect. If you are a loyal listener, you would pay attention that the outro of one of our episodes has an animal featured. Let me know which one of those podcasts have an animal sound at the end. And I'll go ahead and do and give you a the first person to come to us. DM Hemp International on Instagram. The first person to send a DM to tell us what animals or animal that they heard at the end of the podcast. Let us know. And it's not last episode where I was barking like a dog to, you know, make fun of those little dogs out there that are now allowed to smoke weed. No, no, no. This is at one of the outros. I probably gave you guys too much of a clue, but I'm testing to see, you know, how engaged as an audience you are and to reward those loyal listeners who don't just listen to the podcast and turning it off, but actually listen to it all the way through, even towards the outro, because that means you guys are not only supporting the content, which you really enjoy and are showing love. So if you show us love, we show you love. So again, which animal sound did you hear at the end of one of the earlier episodes this year. It's not, I can tell you, it is an episode that was posted after July, but before October. So, of course, it's not this episode. That would be too easy. But what animal did you hear at the end of one of those episodes? Now, of course, everyone's going to go click the episode, you know, click to the end, but it doesn't matter. The first person to get it, I'll mail you personally a mint CBD hemp cigarette. Okay? I'll put it in the story. I'll probably type it up there, too. Put it in the post. Matter of fact, I put it in the post. The story is good enough. I put it in the post. Look out for it coming after this podcast is posted. And you'll win yourself a free CBD 100 milligram 
hemp cigarettes with mint. So you'll be all fresh after you finish up. Again, thank you for listening. We'll see you on Monday. Peace.